0: Was Well, it was so hard. What's the matter with me? Linda wondered. Most likely, you've been where Linda was. Maybe for you it was last month. Maybe it was last week. Maybe it was an hour ago. Whenever it was, this disappointment, confusion, sense of inadequacy is surprising. Mothering isn't supposed to be this way. In the days prior to actually becoming mothers, we picture motherhood as something magical, Only a few months into mothering, we face the disappointment of the gap between our expectations and the rock-hard reality of being on duty 24 hours a day. Yes, of course, there are wonderful, tender moments, even whole hours of bliss, caressing petal-soft skin, fingering perfect miniature hands, staring deeply into eyes enraptured by our mere presence, And there are also shocking, unexpected days and weeks when we quickly come to the end of who we are and what we know, and we wonder how we're going to make it through the next 20 years or 20 minutes. As mothers of preschoolers, we find a widening gap between our unrealistic expectations and the undeniable reality of our day-to-day lives. And in this gap grows some of our most insistent basic needs. And yet because of the demanding, hectic nature of our days, we don't often examine those needs, much less take time to meet them. But take a look at this truth. Just because we've become moms doesn't mean we're finished being children or students or pilgrims. Moms have continuing needs, too, to sleep, to grow, to talk with someone who cares, to regain perspective and find hope. Ignoring those needs not only jeopardizes the health and well-being of the mom, but of the whole family. This book is about what moms need. We make two main points. Number one, moms have needs. Needs are an undeniable part of our lives and foundational to our development. Needs are normal, and needs are personal. And number two, moms must learn to recognize and meet their own needs in order to better meet the needs of their children. Moms can't effectively meet the needs of their children while ignoring their own. During the days of mothering young children with intense needs, moms must recognize the value of understanding and meeting their own needs for the sake of their children and families. Nine needs are unique to this stage of life in which we're mothering. The compilation of these nine needs has come through years of research and interviews and experience with mothers of preschoolers. This book is written to every mother of preschoolers, whoever you might be and wherever you might live, whether you work full-time inside the home or are employed outside as well, whether you're married or single, whatever your heritage or faith, no matter your past or your present, whether you have three children or one, whether you are 19 or 42, this book is for you because these nine needs describe you. We believe that this book will help you make sense of what you're going through and assure you that you're not alone. You'll find encouragement in its pages and hope. That's our hope. Chapter 1. Significance. Sometimes I wonder if mothering matters. Joni padded from the refrigerator back to the couch where her nearly newborn daughter lay, so tiny. Joni thought as she scooped up the baby and cuddled her close, Joni touched Marcy's cheek tenderly and then lifted her above her head in a playful mood. "'I love you, dear child, more than I ever imagined.' She continued to nuzzle the baby until she heard the familiar theme song of the television newscast. Five o'clock? Where did the day go? I'm not even dressed,' she thought, glancing down at her wrinkled flannel nightgown. "'I've accomplished absolutely nothing today, and I used to be so organized and efficient.' Joni held her baby and thought back over the past several months. And as a dental hygienist, she'd taken more than the usual number of jokes as her tummy swelled and she awkwardly positioned herself to care for her patients. Actually, she loved her job. So many new faces each day. And she really enjoyed helping people. She'd talk on and on while working on their teeth and then line up the sterilized instruments ready for the next day. By five o'clock, she knew exactly what she had accomplished. But what did she accomplish today? She'd taken care of the baby and bathed and dressed and fed, and fed and fed and fed and fed her. She'd straightened the family room, washed and folded two loads of laundry. Hmm, didn't seem like much. But somehow it had consumed her entire day. She hadn't even taken a shower because Marcy woke up just as she turned on the water and she wasn't yet comfortable taking a shower when the baby was awake. Only one more month of maternity leave left. How will I ever be able to go back to work when I can't even leave her long enough to take a shower? This whole subject of going back to work struck a raw spot in Joni's heart. Should she go back or stay home with Marcy? She didn't know the right answer. John had said they might be able to make it without her salary, but could they? Could she? Just last night at a reception for John's staff, one man had asked Joni, So what do you do? She thought the answer was perfectly obvious as she stood there holding her new baby, but the fact that he had asked her made her suspect that I'm a mom wouldn't do. So she said, I'm a dental hygienist. The man had brightened and launched into a few dentist jokes. What would he have said if I had told him I'm a mom? She mused. In her heart, Joni wanted nothing more than to be home with Marcy and with any other children that she and John might have. But in her head, she wondered if that would be the right choice. No paycheck, no promotions, no accolades, no to-do list neatly checked off at the end of each day. Joni looked down at Marcy, now sleeping in the crook of her arm, and again she stroked her soft cheek. Could she do it, this mothering thing? Did mothering really matter enough to invest her life in it? It's a good question, isn't it? When we're struggling just to get a shower during the daylight hours, we wonder if what we're doing as mothers makes any difference at all. It's tough to see much value in wiping applesauce faces and runny noses and messy bottoms, not just once, but over and over and over again. But every mother was once not a mother. And in her pre-mothering days, she found fulfillment in some aspect of her being. A talent, a career, a sport, a peer group. Once children come on the scene, however, moms must choose between activities. Many of us opt to care for our babies out of a deep love and a desire to meet their needs. But if we're honest, most of us will question at times whether or not our choice to stay home with the kids is worth it. Moms don't receive report cards or yearly job evaluations. Seldom do we receive a pat on the back or an encouraging word about how we're doing or the difference we're making. Irma Bombeck likens the experience of motherhood to that of stringing beads. We go about our daily routine stringing one brightly colored wooden knob after another, feeling pretty proud of ourselves. We assume we're accomplishing so much. But the illusion of productivity is shattered when, at the end of the day, we look down at our necklace only to discover that there is no knot. The once-strung beads are now scattered all over the place, and we have to start all over. The very job of mothering is unending. We know that we won't complete the assignment of raising our children until they're 18, and between infancy and 18 years is a long time. Even then we continue to be mom for life. Most babies don't sleep through the night in the first several months of life and many others don't catch on for the first entire year or even longer. Once they finally settle into some kind of decent pattern other challenges kick in like disciplining and potty training and questions and questions and questions. It- It's been said that life with a newborn is exhausting physically and that life with a toddler is exhausting mentally and emotionally. Suddenly, those who used to enjoy a sense of order in their days experience bedlam. How do you control your schedule when a baby comes down with an ear infection or when he messes through his diaper just as you're ready to walk out the door for church or when she trips and falls and everything comes to a screeching halt while you bandage a boo-boo? How do you stay in charge of a home that formerly belonged to you, but now has been invaded by others who have stuff that never seems to stay in place? Does mothering matter? It's a question that demands an answer. We live in a day when what you do equals who you are. A woman's worth is determined by the value of her work and the amount she accomplishes. And if your work is constantly unfinished or coming undone, is exhausting or without tangible reward, you question your worth. One mother of young children, tired of feeling insignificant, decided to prove to her husband what she did mattered by simply not doing it for one whole day. What happened here today, he asked when he walked into a kitchen strewn with dirty dishes and half-eaten sandwiches and spilled cereal.